This is how we all came into the world. This is Basics Guide to Women's Wrestling, your best source for women's wrestling commentary, and we are just in time for full gear predictions this weekend. I'm your semi-basic host, Liz. I'm Joseph. And yeah, like we're watching AEW, whatever. <laughs> You're watching AEW. I don't yeah, know why I know we have to keep clarifying this. I've been watching it since it started. The <laughs> the women's segments, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching those since I started. I haven't been very happy with them until lately. <laughs> Which is the perfect time because AEW or WWE is just shitting the bed all over the place. Yeah, it's super Everywhere, weird throughout the roster, every show, unless it's a five woman tag match that has probably. It has two of the best women in the world right now. They're just shitting the bed all over the place. Um, I mean, there's little dewdrops here and there that I appreciate, but yeah, like it's yeah, I can't wait for that feud. <laughs> it's a super weird time. I don't know. I'm telling you, WWE just seems to have no interest in doing the product that they used to make. Yeah. And that's why my conspiracy theory is Vince is sandbagging it to dump it off to a billionaire because he hates his children. <laughs> he wouldn't let Stephanie McMahon nope. have it? No. If he was going to do that, he would have done it already. Same thing with Shane. He has no Shane interest has no interest. In, he, is, he thinks that Tony Khan is like the new him, I think, in my, <laughs> in my head canon. And he knows that the only person, will, the only person that can su- succeed Vince is young Vince. That would literally be Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> I know. He's an idiot. He doesn't know that. Tony Khan isn't young Vince. He's giving all these fans everything they fucking want. Vince never did that. And now he's actively negging fans with his booking. Like, well, they're not even trying. Um, I, I guess we can just like talk about <laughs> SmackDown. Yeah, speaking about speaking not of even not trying. even tried. Um, so we did get a cool uh, backstage s- segment with Shotzi. You know, she's basically talking about how it was a little overwritten, but she delivered that shit with such conviction. Yeah, because one of the things she talked about is how she lost her partner, she lost her opportunity, like. One of the most important matches of her career, which is true, because it was up against Charlotte, and that was like her time to really prove herself. Now that she's like a singles wrestler, and then she talked about like the WWE universe like turning on her, which I think that was a little bit of a stretch. But they were booing her. That's what I'm saying. Week before, it was way overwritten, but it's cool for her to come out and like own that they're taking away all her shit. Yeah, and making her a heel as opposed to like Lee was on Twitter, like, oh, no, it'll be great, guys, it'll be great. And then now he's like, oh, no, like, none of this was my idea. Like, dude, don't (laughs) fucking backtrack. At least own that you were going along with all this stuff because she seems to be doing it, and or at least they're letting her own it on camera, and I think it worked really well for that segment. Plus, um, like... It, it's it's cool because she talked about them take like she doesn't need her tank anymore, yeah, right? To to run like, over Sasha. She's not directly saying they took all this stuff from me. She's just like addressing all the stuff that they that they have taken from her from mm-hmm. her character. And well, I think that's good because I don't want to see heel Shotzi with that tank. Like yeah, I think, definitely. and that's the the thing. Like that's the business, we'll face the sh- business aspect of it is no, no, no. We gotta like set this aside. Yeah, because you can't be Becky. Like, <laughs> 
Not right now. They did so well with that to get her booed. And like I was saying last week, like to get her off on a right start, at least I think, even though it's hard to make her a face or a heel because she's such a face, they did it. Yeah. And they can keep on with it. And then this will set her up to be more versatile throughout her career yeah. instead of just being beloved. And which she can do easily. She turn those people. She all she does is do a show up in that tank in three months. Yeah, and, and shoot will like love a her. shoot a missile at I don't know whoever Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah, shoot one at her, and then everybody's like back on her yeah. side. Easy. Exactly. I think this is like the only smart decision that's been made so far. Yeah, <laughs> of all the stuff. Yes, I mean, well, we're hearing now that a lot of this stuff may have been anti or may have been vax related. So, oh, maybe they were. Those are other smart decisions, <laughs> if that rumor is I true. I mean, I don't understand why it would. That's the thing is it squares the math of the – literally no one said the Keith Lee release was a good idea. Same thing with Karrion Cross. Some people said the same thing about Naya and, like, some of these other releases. Ember Moon, nobody, nobody is agreeing with that. Everybody's just completely baffled. And I don't want to throw any accusations out there, but like I said, it squares the math as to why a company with these huge investments and time built into these people, some of them getting major pushes and, like, time dedicated to them. Well, segments, I don't know if you heard the news about... And now. I don't know if you heard the news about the Comcast deal that WWE has with them now. Mm-mm. There's a whole new, like, digital deal with um, Comcast uh, coming up. It's, it's, like, part of their, like, sports... Like, Sports streaming or something like that. So but WWE is a partner with them now. Wouldn't that mean that they would probably want more shows to round out? Like more people But the main they event? can't go into these big deals with, with these rosters. liabilities. Oh, and with the, yeah. Yeah. And so what the other thing. Squares them out. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking of too, just to back up your argument too, was because uh, for the longest time I'm thinking the heads of WWE seem to skew, you know, a little bit more conservative and let yeah, these. Huh? So, yeah, they're all rich. They all want to keep their money. Yeah. And so I would think that a vaccine mandate wouldn't be like enacted or anything. But then I remembered Roman. They have to protect Roman yeah. rights. So. At all costs right now. At least and for the next hey, two years, probably. I'm, if it that's works. what it takes, yeah. yes. <laughs> that's what, that's I might not be the biggest with... fan of Roman's push, or not his push, but his storyline right now. Um, but. Whatever. It's the <laughs> if same we get, thing if we benefit in that way, athlete, like they don't care about these players, they care about them as, as investments. They yes. see them as means to money. Uh, remember on Thirty Rock when Jack was saying to Kenneth, like, "Oh, I wish I could see the world through your eyes," and Kenneth sees everyone as a muppet. And when you, Jack, you look through his eyes, it's just dollar signs yeah. and values of everybody That's over Vince their heads. Yeah. That's what Vince McMahon sees over everyone. Yeah. <laughs> That was and, taken from Vince McMahon's diary, actually. Um, and I was gonna say the dollar amount over Naomi is like three dollars right now because the way that they are writing this is so disrespectful. You could have had her in the bloodline storyline. I think that's what they're what getting the hell? to. Like they're just taking so long to do it and drawing it out. Like, why do you draw this out? But you don't draw. But Rey Mysterio lost an eye to Seth Rollins, and now him and his son are tag teaming with this guy at Survivor <laughs> Series. And you just announced that on Twitter, like it. 
That's what I'm saying. They don't. They're not even trying with some of this shit. Yeah. And in this case, both of these things they're not even trying with. So, we have Shayna versus Naomi. The match went on a little bit longer because Shayna could have just easily choked out Naomi. (laughs) But basically, what happened is Naomi did get the pin. Um, but Sonia came out and said that they had to restart it because I think, um, she was holding onto the ropes. Someone touched the ropes. Someone touched the ropes. So she was like, so it doesn't count. And then she got to be referee and did like that super. Yeah. Well, she was it this one that she, yeah. yeah. And then did the fast count, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I'm not surprised about them doing this to Naomi because they do it all the time. Oh, wait. Was this the match, too, where she just, like, no, no. no it was, like, was the, the last time was where she just fell. Um, on her boots. No. Um, I'm not surprised that they do this to Naomi. They do it all the time. I mean, people are behind Naomi. It would be very easy to invest in her yeah. again and give people what they want. But... I'm not a fan of Naomi, so I'm not going to call for it. I'm just more, like, disappointed that Shayna isn't killing her fast enough. <laughs> yeah, and that's really, like, been the thing about Shayna since she's been here. Yeah. Vince didn't watch NXT. Vince doesn't give a shit about the stuff that he should give a shit about. Like, these mm-hmm. characters that have been really good and have shown that they can do this stuff. Shayna's already done eaten all the shit you could possibly ask of her. She ate Becky's neck. She <laughs> took the pin to Becky at WrestleMania when Becky was leaving for nine, at least nine months afterwards. Like she's done, she had to team with Nia Jax for over a year. She sold the shit out of being scared out of a doll. <laughs> Coming from MMA and being like, I mean, I know she's a nerd with the close-up magic and all that shit, but like she, she is the hardest girl that I've seen. In wrestling, like there is well, nobody that I wouldn't expect her to walk up and actually beat the shit out of them in real life. Be able to beat the <laughs> shit out of them in real life. And again, she's eating all this shit for what? Like yeah. you're giving her a feud with Naomi? Just put her in the goddamn title picture already, please. Yeah, that would make more sense. I mean, they already fast track it anyway. You're like you know, she's not gonna win, so let her just eat the first pin to Charlotte after Charlotte is new SmackDown champ or whatever, and let's get that out of the way. But at least we get some bangers with. Charlotte and Shayna. Or even, um, I mean, I know Sasha and Shotzi are going on right now, but even like Sasha and Shayna, because we know that eventually Sasha's going to be in that title picture against Charlotte. We can't not have a Charlotte-Sasha feud. But, um, yeah, speaking of like the chances that nobody else gets, Raw had (laughs) their locker room segment with all the women who feel like they've been overlooked and we get a surprise appearance from Dana Brooke. Not a surprise. She doesn't get to compete in like the following five way fatal match. So this is like super insulting on all levels because well, Dewdrop starts it off and she's saying like, why does Bianca get to compete in this fatal five way when she already lost her opportunity against Becky. Which, just to interject for a second, just shows the fucking short-sighted, dumb booking of Bianca. Yeah. Because now your wrestlers are able to point to this as a... and Or now you're even bringing it out from your wrestlers as a talking point? Like, yeah. So what are you guys doing with this woman's booking? Because she is incredible. She should be 
She should have the booking that the man has. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Look at every person on that roster. With the exception of Rhea, nobody stacks up to her physically. So this fi- Fatal 5-Way is the number one contender match for um, the Raw Women's Championship yeah. against Becky, right? So <laughs> let's just list the people that are in it. It's Zelina, Queen of the Ring. Makes sense. Fully has a British accent now. <laughs> Love it. Amazing. She should be full-on posh wearing like business suits a la Princess Diana. And, I do not co-sign that. Huh? I do not co-sign I, that. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. Seeing Zelina like, go from her cute little cosplay, cosplay deal. Like, she could really cosplay as like a British royal. That's amazing. I would love to see it. She's in it. Carmella, with her scary-ass mask, is back in this match. Makes sense, though, because she is like... But she's bringing it with that... that with that character. Um, the interesting thing about that mask, and I was trying to figure it out, or like why it looks so weird during that match, because I've seen so many luchadors with masks, all different types, yeah. paint underneath, no paint underneath. Yeah. And like, it shouldn't make that big a difference, but it looks fucking weird on her. Because <laughs> it's all bedazzled. Maybe that's what it is. It's all the rhinestones. That's what I was thinking It's initially, a full-on rhinestone like, mask. I mean, if a girl has a mask, like, I'm sure there's some luchadoras. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Like, Luch- women? Luchadoras? I don't know. Lady luchas. Yeah. <laughs> that have bedazzling to their mask. Like, if Thunder Rosa had a mask, I'm sure she'd have, like, Really cool masks. Well, I think I think I've seen a lot of the ladies wear the half masks where yeah. it doesn't cover their chin. Uh-huh. And this is a full on spring breakers <laughs> like robbery ski mask that Carmela's wearing. Yeah. So maybe that's maybe why that's what it is, is it covers too much of her face. It's hilarious. It's like she's amazing, protecting yeah. her moneymaker, but oh my god, like every time I see it I can't stop laughing. Like and then she's like it's doing intriguing enough to get you to watch. So it <laughs> definitely does its job, but it's just that that's what's been racking my brain and like makes me kind of get like just stare off. It's because for a while, you're I'm like, why is it? Why is this so different? It's like all the luchadors it's I've ever the watched. juxtaposition of Carmella being the diamond and super hot and she's covering up her face. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I hated it when... I mean, I don't hate this. I was going to say I hated it when Ray put his mask back on, too. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just... we. I would like... Because the other thing I was thinking is, like, is it because I've seen her without the mask? And usually whenever I've seen someone no, without the mask, I don't very want them awkward, to put it on. It's a very awkward look for her. But but like, I'm saying it shouldn't be as awkward. I've been so used to everybody... Like, people wrestling with masks. We also shouldn't be life. spending too much time on this, but you know what? I guess that's, like, just the magnetism of Carmella um, and why she gets to be in this Fatal exactly. Five way. <laughs> so she's in it. Zelina, uh, we've Bianca. Given, we've talked shit about her before, but she's one of the higher people on the rosters at this point. It's because she can get things over. Yeah. That's yeah. That's, like... Her magic She's power. Not the greatest in ring, enough, definitely, but she can get angles across. No, and for that's sure. why she gets to be on TV yes. and stuff. And like the whole most beautiful woman in the world was annoying at first because I don't think she really knew where to go with it. But then when she was like, I need to protect my most beautiful, like the most, I need to protect the most beautiful face in the world, that's when it finally clicked. See, and that's like, I mean, just to juxtapose that, fucking, we'll, we'll get to it. So that's Carmela, Zelina, Rhea. Isn't it not Nikki Cross, her tag team partner? 
and Liv Morgan, because that's probably who Nikki would have taken the spot of if she wasn't in it. Um, so we have them on one side. Then you have Nikki, Dewdrop, and Dana Brooke on the other because they're being excluded from this fatal five way. And they're talking about why it's unfair for them. And Nikki makes good points to say, like, she's actually been a champion. <laughs> like, she's been the women's champion. And she didn't point out also my tag team partners in this. And I'm not. What the hell? <laughs> but I guess they're not ready to, like, break that up anytime soon. Like, look, we got to have two people in here that are really good in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. And we need, and it's Liv's turn. So, oh my God. let's not <laughs> even get to the turns thing yet. Well, let's talk about the match. <laughs> um, so basically, we had this awesome match between Bianca and Rhea, featuring Zelina, Carmella, and Liv. Um, uh, Liv Morgan won, and. If you had watched the entire match, you wouldn't have guessed that she, like, you wouldn't have predicted she'd be the one to. Because you wouldn't have known she was even in the match if exactly. you hadn't seen more than the opening segment and the last part of it. Um, exactly. Because she wasn't doing any work in this match. But whatever. It's Liv's turn. Hashtag Liv's turn. before she left, so whatever. Like, Becky promised no me. Here. This isn't a revolving door. You don't just take your turn. You fucking make your time. And you take it, damn it. That's what I'm. Ta- that's what we were talking about just a little bit ago with Carmella, and that's what I wanted. Like, Carmella's gotten everything that she's ever needed to yes. do over. Yes, Liv has very much not gotten anything that she's had no. to do over, and this is with the support. Like everybody, everybody, with the exception of maybe me, wants her to get everything. Wants so much for Liv to do everything yes. right, and she still hasn't done it. No, I mean she's gotten better to this point. Yes. But getting better gets you up to the lower card, to the mid card. It doesn't put you in the fucking main event picture just because Becky said it. Um, but that's why. And now I'm even starting to think, too, because, you know, like, Liv went around when Becky was on maternity leave <laughs> saying on Twitter, like, Becky told me before she left that when I come back, it's going to be you next. And I wonder if Becky knew that or if that even happened. And if Becky's just like, well, I can't, like dispute it in front of everybody that's the (laughs) only thing Liv has ever done to get herself over (laughs) she's like running with it and she's like you know Becky said this right and then just like made it spread throughout the (laughs) locker room I'm like well I guess so I'm like telling Vince you promised I guess yeah like I'm not opposed to her she's like I said getting better but is it just is the only thing that I can think is it's a means to an end because people are still not booing Becky and she and this company really fucking want them to. So unless she's going to go on a tear and beat up Liv Morgan with a kendo stick for literally five minutes, like Alexa did with Bailey. Mm -hmm. Sorry to open up that wound. Yeah. But I forget every week and (laughs) still manages to creep in. Like, unless she's going to do that, then again, you're just using her as a means to an end. You're giving her, like, this false push. Well, and this is the thing, too. I don't know if that's really going to get everyone against Becky. Just because Liv has the most toxic Twitter fan base doesn't mean that, like, <laughs> everyone else is going to buy into that. 
So I don't know how well it's going to work. However, this is the most believable um, squash that I could see on Becky's end because right. it's the only person that she could. Yeah, you cannot do that to like that. you cannot do that to Bianca. Um, at least we'll get at least we'll get that as far as this. It's I don't even think it's going to be a feud. At least we're going to get that with this little like match exhibition. Whatever. The best part about this is that Dewdrop and Bianca are going to be feuding. Now. Yeah, and the other they're cool- going to. Show everybody that they're the best people on this roster, and it's not close. And the other cool Maybe thing Rhea. I, the other cool thing I liked um, during the match was Bianca and Rhea reunited again, and them just showing off. Yeah. They were basically like they're both faces right now, so them just like kind of, um, you know, back patting each other, like yeah, like we're gonna let's let's show everyone how this is done, and let's give everybody what they want to see, and like give them a show. That was a cool thing about the match, too. Um, and then also just Zelina and Carmella's comic relief in it, too. Um, it was really fun to watch. Yeah, it was a good match. Dumb ending, but whatever. I mean, I guess we knew this was going to happen. It's the way that they book shit. That's, that's the other thing, too, is it's so predictable. Yeah. Like, there's some stuff that I'm expecting in this uh, uh, AEW Women's Terminator uh Tournament eliminator. Terminator. To eliminate a terminate, tournament, whatever, whatever <laughs> it's called. Uh, there's some stuff I'm expecting to actually surprise us. There's some bookings that, like, that Thunder Rosa Jade Cardgill match, if, if it ends up happening, I legitimately don't know which way that could go. Yeah. And I will hate it if Jade goes over yeah. on Thunder Rosa, but that's a surprise that could have, like, it's very possible. I, this, I knew Liv was going to win. Yeah. Once I saw all those things, once I saw all those people. And it's just, so obvious the the one surprising thing here is they actually gave dana like as this whole like everything involved in this is they actually gave dana time on camera yeah becky looked really good in her disco ball top she did um and her hair so i don't know if she i don't know if she knows this i'm assuming but um there's this photo shoot of the spice girls and i bring this up because they're doing their tour in the uk and they actually got to meet mel b but there's a photo shoot of them where mel b has her hair in those ponytails the way Becky had hers. And they were all wearing silver, and then Becky had the silver top. So it was just funny how it all, like, lined up for the week. Isn't she from the UK? <laughs> she had to have been. Yeah, she's. Super into the Spice Girls. I don't know. She's from Ireland, though. And they ha- Like, they hate England. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that was. There's no little girl that could have resisted the Spice Girls charm then, though. I don't think so either. So I'm going to, I just thought it was really interesting how <laughs> her look coincided with uh, uh, the UK tour going on and everyone meeting Mel B backstage. And her Colin Sammy names. Uh, did you see she took a picture with Sasha, too? No. Yeah. What in the filter, but um, I had to go and look on Mel B's Instagram page because I was like, that's not her face. And that's not her face. It's just the filter. I think that was it that happened on Raw. Yeah, I mean, that's all the women involved in that one segment. Get yep. them out of the way. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I guess we can talk about NXT. <laughs> Do we have to? We don't have to. I just want to point out that Gigi really... Is the only good thing about Is the only... Show. Yeah, like, they really could just swap her with Mandy and... It'd be like way better too. They should have done that. The only reason they didn't is because nobody knows Gigi. rules and because yeah, like 
Whatever though, Gigi could have come and pulled an Adam Cole, and instead of like instead of bringing Mandy back here. No, I was just gonna say, and because somebody or somebody told Mandy, oh, when I leave, you get to be champion next, and so Mandy spread that rumor. Anyway, um, Gigi could have come in and led an independent faction of people that we don't know, and if they're gonna go with this this like rehashed undisputed storyline, at least let Gigi be the leader. Because in that shot that is now a gif where they're panning across everybody, bleh, bleh, holy shit, who is that? I want to watch more of her, and I don't want to watch anybody else other than Gigi. Well, even right even now. her in the parking lot after their match. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like this, this is the opening shot. She, this like, is your. This is the people yeah. that like you're pushing so hard, and everybody loves for on NXT for some godforsaken reason, and like. Nobody's giving Gigi any of her credit. She's the one that actually looks unique and cool up there. Yeah. And the other and, well, and also so compared bleh. to the other toxic attraction members, she moves better too. Yeah. So I mean, she's been wrestling for a really long time. Mm. And I mean, you go back to it May shows Young Classic. In their matches for sure. Yeah, go back to May Young Classic and you see her uh like how far she's come from since then too. Even just like her whole yeah, just everything. Just the evolution of Gigi has been great. I mean, she used to be Priscilla Kelly. And, like, this is the people who f- just find it. These are the people who deserve yeah. these chances. Like, yeah. I know Dana Brooke works really fucking hard. I, I know Dana Brooke re- works really hard. But you wrestle like a robot sometimes. Same thing with Liv Morgan. Like, up until re- this is where she's getting better yeah. is because she can get more fluid. But before, it was just so much like, okay, these are the steps that we're doing. Like, it's a dance. Like, yeah. That's not what it is. The, at least with the really good people, that's not really I, what it is. I wonder if, like, Gigi's indie background has anything to do with it, too. Because I feel like when, like, the homegrown talent, they're not going to have, like, a ton of opportunity to just like, get it, that chance to improvise mm-hmm. the way that, like, Sasha can and Bailey can and when they pull out those matches for you where everyone is different even though they have like the same match over and over it's never the same match and that's why this dumb well, new directive of not hiring people from the indies is dumb because they have experience that you can pull I think from. it's because they just figured oh they'll all be like Bianca <laughs> even if you just want to like pepper people in the way that that NXT was perfect. I don't know why you guys are messing with it. Like, they had Bianca. They had people who were from the Performance Center. And when you were good enough, you got there. Aaliyah was in all was in those matches with a lot of those people. Yeah. She was only ever from the, from the Performance Center. But then, if you supplement it with people who are really good and can teach them stuff, like Io Shirai. Candice. And, like, Candice LeRae. And now Gigi Dole. Gigi. Like, it's... It would work so much better. I don't know. Again, this goes goes back to them not even wanting to try. And yeah, whatever. I I'm just so bummed about what NXT in total is now, especially this women's division. Well, listen to Take Under for more NXT content. <laughs> um, yeah. So they they had a match against um, KC Express. I don't even know if that's what they call themselves. Not anymore. But, probably the rave um, girls now. So Toxic Attraction had a match against uh, EO and Casey and Caden. And, like, it was cool to see them again. But, yeah, like, they've just been gone for so long. And they got their entrance completely reworked for was, no reason. Yeah, really interesting. But whatever. Um, Raquel came back to confront Dakota Kai. Dakota... Um, 
just ran away again after she got uh, attacked from behind by Cora Jade. And Even after you have this like cool vignettes of carrying around a shovel and you're this badass person with voices in your head. Yeah. She still gets chumped out to Cora Jade. Chump's got a chump. I told you. See? Bailey got off of that duty. She's like, you guys need to hear, like, learn. <laughs> Have you guys met Dakota? She's amazing. <laughs> Have you seen her take bumps? <laughs> and then she completely got out of that duty. Now she's the star of the company whenever she's here. She did that. Oh, it's that How I Met Your Mother guy. Yeah. What's his name? I or what do they do? The Blitz. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's something else. Oh, yeah. Duh. Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray versus Sare. The one reason that I'm watching. That's this the only show reason why I tuned in. I was like, oh, I heard Kaylee had a, a match. Her gory bomb, now titled KLR Bomb. Yeah. Why do you just call it a killer bomb? Yeah, that would be better. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, they took a while to call it that, too, because I think they were trying to decide don't say gory bomb. bomb. And they're like, there it is, the KLR, KLR bomb again. Just say killer bomb. It makes more sense. But yeah. um man, she's so good. She really does just need to take over that division. Mm-hmm. It'll make such a huge difference if they just like rocket strap her. M- Mandy did call her out though. She did say like uh when they were in the parking lot, she was That's like because there was a stare down between the two of them. Yeah, and she was just saying, like, if you thought that match was like gonna intimidate me, it didn't. And if you think that you're gonna be the next in line, like take a number, basically. So, um, what number? One, because there's nobody better on in this company. Than well, Kaylee when Ray. Raquel rolled by on her motorcycle, I didn't know motorcycles had touchscreens. When she rolled I didn't know by on hers, could be so quiet. <laughs> she maybe it's like an electric one. <laughs> it's environmentally friendly. Um, she told Mandy to keep her title warm for her, and then when she called out. Uh-huh. She's never getting that title back. <laughs> and then when she called out Dakota and Cora attacked Dakota, she told her, um, "Yeah, I know you want a piece of her, but like she, I'm, I'm gonna get to her first. And so they have like their agreement there. So I mean, really, I mean, I guess we could just see Eo versus Mandy because we got that three on three earlier in the night. See, if this was a women's promotion and you gave the women time, you could draw out a storyline where Cora befriends Raquel and this like Raquel doesn't know shit about Cora a couple weeks down the road maybe at the next take under she turns on Raquel and she was actually with Dakota this whole time because <gasps> they came around the same time they would work perfect together because of their look and she was carrying around that stupid coffin forever but hey no let's reimagine this person as a punk girl and give her Darby like a crappy version of Darby Allen's well it's gimmick. funny because uh, Dakota used to also be like the punk girl yeah like <laughs> Let's just switch these two people and then just have no ties, even though they came in at the same time and it would be perfect for them to te- these two little people to team up against our beast. But nah, fuck it. Who wants to do that? <laughs> I mean, they probably Let's still keep... they still have chance to do that, but like because I don't think anybody would notice, yeah. and I think they would appreciate it a lot if that happened. But nah. nope. Let's give more time to Mandy to just stand around looking like Mandy. Yeah, that's too bad that, like, she still hasn't, um, that Mandy still hasn't gotten better. Well, no, it's like she's regressing, like, her character, I mean. Like, yeah, she's, yeah, it's the whole, she's regressing what women's wrestling has become. 
I mean, and we talked about it last week too, just like her bringing up her looks and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, I thought we were past that. Right. But okay. Um, like, that's not, again, that's also not what a champ, what makes a champion, any, or sh- shouldn't be what makes a champion anymore, unless we're regressing women's wrestling. Yeah. Which. And the four horsewomen, especially like for this company, work too hard. Exactly. Especially in this promotion. Like, yeah. for you to come down and. They set the foundation for this to be the best division ever, yeah. like it was a few months ago. Yeah. And so quickly, within two months, you guys have burned this down. You mean 2.0 months? <laughs> You've burned this down to crap, and I don't get it. Yeah. Like, at all. Women's wrestling has so much potential. Watch a Kaylee Ray match outside of WWE. Mm-hmm. It could be awesome. You don't have to keep rehashing all this old shit over and over. Again. Yeah, like there's a formula that they obviously are sticking to and it's too bad that nobody's like really taking risks right now. That's why I love that Impact is doing the social media thing even though we can't really watch it. Because they're getting some of these women who are comfortable doing intergender stuff. And like, yeah, you can't put intergender stuff on TV. I get that. (laughs) But if some of these women can beat the shit out of dudes, I want to see it. Like, those Kaylee Ray matches that we've seen all these clips of, of her getting just her back destroyed by Cedric Alexander and then still, like, getting up is awesome. Um, So moving on to Impact. Yeah, Chelsea Green uh, is calling out for that digital championship which i'm surprised she's not going for the main title yet because eh, we have mickey james working with other ladies right now so it's mercedes come on it's just a well she fun. had her match against madison so mercedes and madison had their match um and yeah like mickey came out too um that was actually the most impressive thing i've ever seen mercedes do that stack at the end there mm-hmm. was the coolest thing it was the best thing she's ever done in a ring that i've seen yeah, it was. <laughs> I was more interested in the decay versus the undead bridesmaids, yeah. but that's because I love a lot of theater well, with my good. my wrestling. Mercedes, not so much. <laughs> I mean, Mercedes isn't dressed like an undead bridesmaid, so maybe once she joins the ranks of um, Sue Young, then I might be more down for it. Um, but yeah, so decay, no. The undead bridesmaids were fighting on behalf of inspiration, maybe, because um, maybe. in, well, according to inspiration, inspiration's theory, um, the only way to defeat the un or to defeat the evil ghosts that are decay is to f- have them fight against undead people. So. I mean, as experts in wrestling, in supernatural wrestling theory, I feel like they should be consulting us. We're very yeah. easy to find. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, that's not how it works. <laughs> uh, but they did put it to the test. Decay's still around. <laughs> Decay's still victorious. <laughs> and now they're still going to go after those tag team titles. I, I really don't song. like Inspiration's entrance uh, music. It's so <laughs> it's bad. So bad. <laughs> Maybe that's the gag. But I don't <laughs> think it is is the problem. Like, it would be one thing if it was, because that's a great song to get heat. Yeah. Like, it's like, it's. I mean, it's Sexy Boy's level of corny. But Sexy <laughs> Boy is awesome. This one is not. Um, 
the video is hilarious. I think we should break it down next time. The I video is amazing. Um, so that's why I'm, I don't think I've seen. Well, that's why I'm thinking it's maybe a joke. But the singer is not a joke because that's why I don't think it's a joke. If you go back, um, she did a song with Shotzi and Scarlett, and they made their own sexy video back on NXT. For NXT, um, it, they NXT? premiered it on NXT. I don't know if you. I don't know if we talked about it, but I don't remember that. Oh, I. I guess we're going to be doing two video reviews. <laughs> that was Impact. Um, I mean, they they have their own pay per view coming up. Um, so we're going to get Mickey James versus Mercedes for sure. I don't know what that one's called, but I know they just had their big. I want to so say it's like Turning Point, but yeah, I could be it. okay. <laughs> Uh, but they just had. Bound I was gonna for say, glory. I think Turning Point is also like a religious show that's probably like burned into my brain, and that's why I said it. So could be wrong. No, I think it's it. But they just had Bound for Glory. That was their big show. Yeah. So this one's not like expected to be anything huge. Um. Yeah. And so I guess I mean AEW had the most action this past week. Which is right. They have a go home show to get to. Yeah. They have a lot um, of stuff to sell. Not of the women. No, obviously not. <laughs> one match and one quickly cobbled together match. But Silly. Um, but Put Deeb and Serena in there. Deeb, or Deeb, Deeb and Sheeta 3 would have fucking been. That's the reason they didn't do it. It's because Deeb and Sheeta 3 would have. Overshadowed. Way ever. better than that Brit match. <laughs> and I, I love, like, I still, I think Brit and Conti are, are good. Yeah. This Deeb and Sheeta storyline. Much more is interesting. exactly what women's wrestling needs on the periphery. Like, they're not involved in the championship match at all. Yeah. But they're the most intriguing storyline in, wrestling, in women's wrestling right now. Yep. I totally because agree. Because of their storytelling in ring. Yeah, totally agree. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like, coming up, we have Britt Baker versus Tay Conti at um, Full, Gear. Full Gear. So, <laughs> they didn't have a match against each other, but they did have a three-on-three. Three. Very, yeah, like you're saying, very random put-together one. So, it's Thunder Rosa, which we're always happy to see. Um, teaming up with... Huh? Best woman's wrestler on the planet. <laughs> uh, teaming up with Tay Conti and Anna Jay versus Britt, Rebel, not Reba, and Jamie. You know what? There was other uh, multi-tag whatever uh, on Dark, and those were probably more interesting than this match. You really don't like Anna J, though. I really don't like Anna J. <laughs> I really don't like the iron-on patches of their gear <laughs> because it's so block. Like, at least get a font. <laughs> It's just so blocky and generic. It's but, like the cheer letters that I would iron onto my shirts for practices. Yeah. I mean, but that aside, like, I think she's fine. I thought that was better than you definitely do. But I don't know why Reba is here. Um, or Rebel is here. I didn't until we saw that match with Rio. Uh, yeah. Because that one, she actually showed <laughs> some potential selling stuff. And then when she tossed Chris, I was yeah. completely... Completely surprised she got that much distance on her, but it might have just been a fluke. I like, other than that, what has she done, other than be comic relief and carry around a crutch? That's it. Which is like, just more hampering of this women's <laughs> division in favor of Brit. Just bringing all these points home that I've been trying to make for the last <laughs> five months on the show. Um. So I want to talk about uh Rio Mizunami because she was on both darks. She's great. 
And so the first one, she teamed up with Ruby. Um, they fought against Nyla and Emmy. And now um, May Suruga is in the Queen's Court mm. of Emmy. And Emmy's so awesome. Emmy's so cool. Queen's Court is way cooler than Millie McKenzie. I love Millie McKenzie, but the Queen's Court and its possibility of expanding. <laughs> there's a possibility that she's walking out here with all the women from the Japanese tournament at some uh, point. Uh, it could basically be a lumberjack match, and that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, no, that one was a lot of fun. Uh, R- Ruby, uh, I just can't, like, super get behind her. And I know she has this feud against Chris Statlander, or match against Chris Statlander, with, where they both respect each other very much. And they're big fans of each other for, like, years and years. Um, not a feud. Totally not a feud. Just, like, I don't know, some fair gentleman's fight. I still don't know that she can, I don't know, she came in and it seemed like everything was going to be built around her. It still kind of seems like that. And I would rather watch Emmy push around Lulu Pencil's head every week. Yeah. I'm more... I see it coming every time. And every time she shoves her head out of the camera, it's, it's hilarious. Never gets old. I'm not the biggest Ruby Riot fan. I think she's good. She puts on great matches. But I don't want to see her be champion. If anything, I'd want to see her turn heel. Like that, where she almost hit Chris with the pipe. Yeah. I want to see her actually come out and like get frustrated. Like, this is Brit's division, and I need to make a name for myself. Ah. Just start destroying people. Ah. And actually have well, a promo Well, I don't know if Daddy that, would like, even be a heel move on her part. I mean, not, yeah, not necessarily a heel move, but like an Austin-type move. Definitely yeah. a... More badass to give her more footing here because yes, she came in and people were already like, maybe that might have been a disservice to her. People were already comping her to like, oh well, well, we're saying her in the same breath as Daniel Bryan and CM Punk. And I'm not a big Punk fan. I think she's better than Punk, but Bryan is possibly the best wrestler on the planet. So it set really high expectations for her. We need her to do something else. Yeah, she's been here for two months now. Yeah, Eric Bischoff made this point, and whatever you think about him, he was saying how all these new people came in. And have gone nowhere. And it's a valid point. Even Daniel Bryan. I mean, Daniel Bryan's in that tournament. He's going to get this championship at some point, whatever. But for those first two months, he was just wrestling regular people and putting on dream matches. But I mean, he was still doing that in. He's still doing that in WWE. Hanging out with Chad Gable. Right. Is that his name? Anyway, the American guys. Yeah. (laughs) But, um. Yeah, Ruby isn't like living up to the hype from that debut night. Yeah, but and she, she could. Not not that it's Yeah, like not that it's all on her other because than it's like, like it's running out of steam. Yeah. You have to keep doing more stuff in this. But it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard when you're put into matches on dark and your only feud right now is actually like against Chris Statlander yeah. and you're like really just paying her compliments the whole time. And the spotlight of this division is centered very Hard on one person, and uh, yeah. the only other person who gets any attention See, on the main on the good shows is that until this tournament, and like that's what's giving us this match with Chris, so we yeah. will get more time with them. Unless that there's unless there's like the promise that they are gonna like draw it out. I don't see like why this is happening (laughs) like unless there's a promise that like no we are going to turn this into a feud we are going to like let this go on for a while with chris and her you mean why wouldn't you have ruby just come in and dominate 
or at least in her promos. Like, yeah, like you you were the one that was complaining about her, uh, her and Chris going back and forth or whatever, and just like, oh, I'm a huge fan, even though I've been in space or whatever. No. I mean, that gimmick is non-existent. She needs to stop <laughs> calling herself an alien and acting like it if she's not going to cut her promos in gleeps and glorps. Like, <laughs> you have fucking subtitles. I promise you, you can do this. You are good enough. People want you to get this character over. Give us something else. Don't just be a girl who paints half of three quarters of her face or a, a third of, a her, third face of green. her face green. Like, <laughs> you can be so much more. Do it. Yeah. Just because they're not giving you time, like... That promo was your time. You had that camera in front of you. Like, guys, let me just try to do this in Gleeps and Glorps. Or, hey, can I go film this on my spaceship? (laughs) Why are you sitting in a wooden room? Uh, That's too bad. Like, so many missed opportunities with her. And if they have creative control, why the fuck aren't we seeing this from them? And if it... If we're not seeing this from them, why do we get these people propped up? I'm sure there's other people who have. Why can't a you lot just of, give us Sheeta and Deeb again? <laughs> a lot of ideas for their characters. Ryo Mizunami being one of them. Yes. Emmy being another. Like, yes. We have so many good people that have evolved characters and storylines that they want to tell. And for Chris to have been given this opportunity and not doing that. Been given this opportunity multiple times. This is yeah. the second time in two months because I mean, she had a ruby free. Or she has a ruby pseudo feud going on right now, and then we had the Brit one before, and none of that at any point did I. If you had told me, "Oh, this girl's an alien," I wouldn't have gotten that no. at all. Whereas Luchasaurus, you tell me this guy's a dinosaur. I mean, obviously the fucking mask <laughs> helps, but like you tell me this guy's a dinosaur, and yeah, that guy's a dinosaur. Yeah, like that guy walks around with his tag team with his teammate on his back. He talks, sure, but he still roars, and he's got a green mouth and a dinosaur mask. He's a dinosaur. Like, he knows oh, his character. Okay, so, hey, free advice here. You can look up Lady Gaga during her Born This Way um, era. She had, like, prosthetics that were on her to make her look more alien. Chris could totally do that instead of just doing face paint. She could it's even... super easy to buy Play-Doh and get the makeup people to match the foundation to it and give yourself friggin' bumps and like appendages or something like that. It's you. I could do it on a $20 budget. Yeah. Cut promos with like boils. Like, ah, oh, I'm allergic to this earth's atmosphere. Like, just little com- little throwaway comments like this could evolve your character so much and we would know that it's she's an alien instead nah. of just a regular old girl who wrestles who's strong girl who wrestles people. The way that I see her honestly is just a regular old girl that hangs out with those best friends guys. Which and that's it. Exactly. That's it. Like and that does nothing for her, that does nothing for the women. It just like shows that this is what we take well it doesn't what some do people take away from best it. friends. Oh, I still don't even know who best friends look like. Well, Orange Cassidy is. I know Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy is a part of it, but that's the thing is like I know that she hangs out with these guys as opposed to someone like Danny Luna who still hangs out with these guys subculture but doesn't that's not what you remember her. Not anymore. Bye. So she had this match against um <laughs> I always forget her name. Nina Turner. <laughs> Stevie Turner. Stevie Turner. 
Danny Luna had a match against Stevie Turner, um, who I guess is from the fourth dimension, whatever that means. Stevie fucking Turner has a more evolved character in three matches than Chris Statlander has, and she's been this character for how long in the Indies? Well, since the beginning of this promotion, at least. So that's two years, at least, of this promotion, and probably... (laughs) Multiple years on the indies before that. Like, I don't even like this Stevie Turner character. Yeah. I don't like her wrestling. I don't like <laughs> anything about Stevie Turner. But I could give her props in that she actually knows her character and, like, she knows the look that she's going for. Yeah. Yeah. And she's consistent with it all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, not the most, like, exciting uh, feud or... Match. Whatever, but no, the match was good. Yeah, Danny Luna Danny kicked ass, and I mean they've been they've been like harping on it week after week that Danny Luna's so strong and she's the strongest woman on the division, and yeah, we saw it here. We saw her like freaking just manhandling she's Stevie, and Stevie's not like a tiny little girl either. So no. that's why it was so cool. Like this this was a cool match. I liked it. Showing- I still don't get Stevie Turner, obviously, because I can never remember her freaking name. <laughs> but um yeah, I still I enjoyed it. Yeah. Like Danny is learning. Danny is showing that she can be more fluid. And I don't know if it's because like the influence of subculture. Yeah. But I'm assuming that it's not that their influence is not none. Yeah. So supplement your rosters with these people who can help because they can take your robotic people who really try so hard and you want everything like all the success for yeah and they can put those finishing touches and say no this is how you don't look like a robot in the ring or this is how you work your camera angles and it's doing wonders for danny luna yeah and i'm i honestly wasn't like she wasn't on my radar for like this um like yeah, like since the beginning, because she's okay. been around since like Zaya Brookside, I told and you months ago. I know you did. <laughs> um, that's what I'm saying. Like Danny Luna's been around even since like Kaylee Ray won her championship. Yeah. So it's cool now seeing like her get her comeuppance and her really like grabbing it. Yeah. Um, and she's not like they're not forcing her into anything right now. She's having to earn her way, and she's getting herself over and doing really good matches to do that. Like, yeah. It's not a whose turn is it next. Yeah, and it works. Exactly. It's not a whose turn is it because um, NXT UK doesn't really seem to do that. Like, they give you your chance because otherwise Isla Dawn would be our champion. And we saw that backstage segment with her. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. (laughs) Okay, if Nina Samuels can put on these segments, what the fuck is Ginny still here for? (laughs) Ginny's? I mean, both, Nina. Nina is so funny. We've both been saying Ginny's here on the mic because nobody else can do it. Okay, Nina can now. <laughs> Those segments are great. Nina can, she's and she's strong look. as hell. She's got these broad ass shoulders. Just get the fuck. Just get rid of Ginny and give all of her segments to Nina, please. So the Nina Samuel show is like. Just Nina walking around with a pink microphone. She tried to interview. <laughs> shit about people who aren't around. She tried to get an interview with Isla Maybe Dawn. That's why I like it so yeah. much. Yeah, Isla Dawn walked around, uh, walked past her, just laughing like a weirdo. And what you said, like Nina should have thrown her microphone at her. <laughs> yeah. But otherwise, she wouldn't have been able to talk shit about the likes of, um, Aaliyah, Aaliyah James. James. And so Aaliyah James comes at the t- like. To hear her talking about it. And, like, Nina's just so, like, unapologetic. So, I like. She's great. Yeah, I just like her. Another person who's been getting better lately. Yeah, because. I mean, obviously not in the ring because we haven't seen her there, but. 
her character. Developing another yeah, part of especially thing. because um, when she started, she was the actress. Yeah, with that her, was not good. The weird. What I, I don't even know. Like she, she's like from another era or something <sighs> like that. But no, no, we're seeing the star. Wait. She would call herself like the star of the show. That's and right. This I and was that. trying to think. Because Ginny hasn't called herself the fashionista lately, has she? Um, yeah, she always calls that? herself okay. the fashionista. I just thought I hadn't heard it in a while, Which but I is like, think I saw the last match. I know I'm not a fashionista, but I I can still recognize some <laughs> <laughs> some I pieces. I don't, think Ginny, I don't think Ginny is uh, living up to that title either. <laughs> um, well, yeah, so that was this week. We're going to give our predictions then uh, for Full Gear. So, actually, before uh, is, I don't know, Rampage, but Ruby versus Chris Statlander, who do you think is going to, like, get over on that one? Uh, that's not at Full Gear, I don't That's think. Rampage, yeah. But I would say Ruby moves on in that tournament. Same. Again, like Chris just doesn't give us enough to for a reason for her to move on, and Ruby needs it to keep that momentum going. Yeah, unless um, she's going to turn heel or something in the next week or two. So I don't know what this is for, but we have Nyla Rose and Jamie Hader versus Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa set up for Full Gear, and I guess that's they just only like have one women's match, and they had to cobble one. They can't just have one women's match, and they figure they might as well give us Shida and Thunder Rosa. Well, <laughs> right, we have well, these amazing women. We might as well put them on the card somewhere. Yeah. Which, I mean, we're not going to complain, but why the fuck aren't they on the main card? <laughs> you can get rid of one of these extra tag team spots, like. Whatever. I'm not even going to get into the <laughs> um, So I think, I mean, Sheeta and Thunder Rosa have to win that one. Eh, not necessarily. Unless they get like. Who's Nyla's partner again? Jamie Hader. Yeah, I mean, they're going against the powerhouses. They could lose, but I think they'll win. Yeah. Just to start us off right. I bet you they open the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're the buy-in. And then Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, versus Tay Conti. I really don't see Tay Conti winning that women's championship match. I don't think she's big enough yet. No. Like, she, she's great. She I think could... she's, like, definitely the... If we're really going to talk about the face of that division, it's Tay Conti. Everyone loves her. Yeah. I mean, she could do it. And honestly, I think she... Here's the thing, though. Like, AEW doesn't... Especially with this being their main show and them actually caring about them actually caring about wrestling, they don't do things like strap people who don't seem to be ready, the way NXT did, with their women's champion, and so Tay Conti is going to get that belt at some point, but she doesn't seem to be ready right now. And if she was carrying that strap around, she would be carrying it around with like as much unease and unconfidence as Mandy does right now, and I think that would come across on their shows a lot. Also, I think Britt really had the story coming like coming back and winning the title and even Sheeta because Sheeta was just like dominating left and right mm-hmm. uh, uh, leading up to her title reign Nyla Rose the same uh we really haven't seen anything like that from Takeonti yeah. other than she wrestles on TV all the time she gets wins and everybody loves her yeah like, that's about like it. yeah she's beloved and that's cool but 
does not. I don't think they really. Not a champion make like. I don't think they really. Yeah, I don't think they really set up Take Conti properly anyway. Yeah. To be champion, yeah, it would be a disservice to her to strap her. However, I think we're gonna see a like a next step. Yes. When uh, she loses this match, I think that's gonna be Deanna. Prazzo. Yeah. Well, no, I mean like uh, the oh, next step her, of Take Conti. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we're gonna see. Like yeah, she might take a, a new a new little here, turn for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would be cool. But so you think Diana Perazzo is gonna yeah. come around? I really hope so. Ooh, but uh, that's the thing that sucks is her sit down interview at Impact is next week. Right. So I mean, they would address it if it happens. But like, yeah, I would like for her to come. And Christian Cage was over here, was fighting like in Impact for a while. Have they really done that lately? That title. No, uh, even the Good Brothers aren't on AEW anymore, right? Lately, I didn't so. think so. The door seems a little closed, but I mean, what a better, like, if you want to shut me up, do shit like that. Bring <laughs> Diana Parats. Like, if you, wanna, if you want me to believe that this division is not built around Brit, you have to bring in stars that can equal her. Or you could just have her wrestle Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but everybody knows once she wrestles Thunder Rosa, she, or at least I would hope that once she actually wrestles Thunder Rosa again and Thunder Rosa's in this company, she's going to lose. Yes. But, like, you have to bring in stars and build her up more and build up the division more, make it yeah. a destination as opposed to Britt's place. Yeah. So if Deanna Parasso comes in and does a little couple, like, couple weeks stint or even takes that belt and loses it again, takes it over to Impact, like, you guys have storylines here that you can play with and bring a spotlight to women's wrestling. Well, now I think like Ruby could also be the person to kind of like disrupt Brit, like you're saying Brit's place. Yeah. Maybe, they, maybe they'll go with that angle. I, I was thinking that Ruby could do that. And Deanna actually comes in and helps Brit. Mm. And like the two of them run women's wrestling from two different companies mm-hmm. would be cool. And just like causing chaos. Yeah, I mean they would still have Jamie Hader. They could get rid. They could even get rid of Rebel and bring in like another muscle. But they would have. They would. Ooh, imagine would be, like Jade joining like, forces with yeah, Brit. Imagine they beat WWE to a stable. Is what I'm saying. Like to yeah. the women's stable, and this women's stable actually spans two promotions. Yeah. Like they just ate your fucking lunch, and you have the four <laughs> horsewomen. What are you guys doing? Yeah. And. This is this is what I was talking to Hector about with AEW just over text message. Like AEW, I hate to say it this way, makes me excited to watch wrestling yeah. because it really seems like they could go in five different directions yeah. with almost all their storylines. And WWE is like, okay, we booked ourselves into a hole, so it's yeah. this or it's this, and one of them sucks, so let's go with the shitty option. <laughs> Every single time, and AEW isn't doing that right now. They're the bastion of wrestling. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry to well, have completely turned around and be that, not an AW mark, but like to be making that argument. But they have a lot more potential than WWE has. Right Counterpoint All the men on AEW are not attractive. The men are not hot, even though I will forever love Chris Jericho. Um, but the men are not hot on that show, and they do a very big disservice to their women. And that's why I cannot feel the same way as you do with them being a bastion of wrestling. They are right now. I mean, of wrestling, quality wrestling for sure. 
They're not going to tell me the matches that we've been seeing on the main shows are... The women's matches? No, I'm talking See, no, this is a women's show. Yeah, but... So. Every show gave the women what? They do. They do give them more time. That I will say, yes. Of three hours on Raw, probably 20 minutes maybe. SmackDown, they gave them five. NXT, they gave them the most. They were probably equal booking. But it was terrible. But even even with the time that they give to these matches, you can't pinpoint any major storylines in the women's divisions. In any of them. No, I could. I could on SmackDown and Raw and and even NXT. You're talking about the women's divisions. The women's division in AEW. She done deep. Barely. That was within the last couple of weeks. Okay, what's Raw's? Right now, other than Dewdrop and Bianca, because that was just Monday, that doesn't count. No, right now it's just like everyone chasing after Becky. That just, is that is the storyline. Even if you don't like it, like that is the focus, and it it's is not on a good storyline. It's just rehashed <laughs> Brock. It's rehashed John Cena. Like you're just making the women the this. They don't need to be that because they're not at that level yet. You don't have that many people built in this industry to be there yet you need to like i like i've said before i've said the same exact argument this you need to consider this the attitude era of the women yeah and give them time and let all of these characters develop instead of giving them five minutes here or like one little backstage segment between the two of them and expect them to spin gold out of it because most of them haven't even been given the opportunity to do that i still don't think AEW even comes close right now as far as like a whole as a whole for the women anyway. Um, other than like we give them an opportunity to have their matches and they do kick ass in them. But compared to what they're doing for the men, they don't even do that for their women yeah, at and all. That's really that's their biggest problem right now. And I, it goes to their. Their management in both Tony Khan and the elite. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you could say the same thing about WWE. How much time do they give Roman every single week on SmackDown? And yeah, a lot of people like journalists will say Roman is the best thing in wrestling right now. But let's just fucking talking like people just talking just to hear themselves talk. Like he is not the best thing in wrestling right now. Yeah, but like I'm just saying, usually, like with the way that uh, WWE was booking the women, especially during the pandemic era. Yeah. That like, was the difference. That was because they had Bailey, though. All right. What else do we got? I think we're good here. So I guess we'll watch uh, the pay-per-view on Saturday. And and it's whole one women's match? Yeah. It'll be up on YouTube for a few minutes, and then it'll get taken down. So I'll be waiting there, refreshing, refreshing. I mean, I'll and... be able to watch. I'll be able to have fun watching the whole pay-per-view. <laughs> well, if you... I'm. I know there's lots of people who will watch the whole pay-per-view, but if you want to join me in refreshing on YouTube, waiting for that uh, Britt Baker match, you can. And in the meantime, watch some women's wrestling. Hope you enjoyed this episode please give us a five star rating leave a review subscribe or follow and share with your friends who love wrestling also you can click on the link in the description to leave us a voice message but not like any creepy ones okay fine a little creepy but tone it down